You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. Now that you're now that you're on the record, I'd like to ask you a question. Oh, jeez, you coming out the gate hot? Is it? I know you're you're heavy kink. You're you're a pretty weird guy. Mm-hmm. Is it one of your kinks to tell me you are ready, and then when I go okay, ready, you go <laughs> you go uh, just a minute, and then you take fifteen minutes? Is that is it a power game, or you and I in some sort of pseudo sexual psychosexual dynamic now? Is that what's going on? No, it's I expect you to uh, not respond for an hour and a half. So I, when I say I'm ready, it really means I need like it's another fake. hour. It's not fake. It's, it's it's how it goes. You want to play this fucking game? It's I was fake. sitting on the fucking toilet. Are you sitting on the toilet currently? No, not that would be if I could podcast from the toilet. That would be like the that would be the that would be the the, the fucking true uh, uh, ma- my magnum opus if I could do that. That would be the artist in his natural habitat. How much do you know about Zaibatsu? Say it again. Zaibatsu. Zaibatsu? Is that like, uh, is that 18th century Japanese pedophilia? No, uh, it is Japanese though. Good guess. Uh, it's the uh, notion of uh, uh, like uh, completely vert- vertically integrating, uh, like basically owning company after company and vertically integrating all of them. So you just uh, like, capitalize on every part of the uh, uh, supply chain and, and uh, banking chain. And that's what you and I got to do this year. That's on our uh, list of things to do. We have to maximize our coin here. You and I are very, yeah. we're, we're like profoundly lazy people. Like when, I know. when, when we, it's not like we make a trillion dollars off of this, but when we tell people we make any money, they're pretty shocked. So like they're shocked, shocked. <laughs> the fact that the fact that we do, uh, we should be, uh, leveraging uh, more, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what it is, and I'll take, I'll take that. I, I will take full ownership of this. Uh, we, there's room. There's certainly there's room for us to grow. There's there's growth here. The ceiling is, uh, you know, I don't know how high it is necessarily, but it's 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 higher than what we've reached. You, you gotta stop being pussies. Ugh, I mean, look. The problem that I'm like, I keep saying I'm living a double life. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm involved in the two things where people are willfully without a sense of humor. Like, like they, they intentionally like with their friends, they can joke or if something is certified, like if, if it's uh, something that they're told is okay, like they could probably watch South park and get a chuckle. Yeah. But if it's somebody that's under a certain threshold, they, they have to attack it. They have to. And, and that's uh music and comics. <clears throat> I've never, like I thought music was deranged, you know, everybody pretending not to be the people that they are in private. So that for the benefit of attacking people in public, but I never saw any shit like comics. Comics is insane. Like you're, you're dealing with people that are like really, really unwell and 
they they might be the genuine article. They might not have a private life where they talk the way that you and I talk. They, they, mm. they because they, I and this is uh, I don't think that they have a private life, so to speak. Like I think that like did you did you see or did you send me perhaps that uh, COVID uh, tweet response where the person said, "Hey, I didn't go to any." Uh, holiday things this year because I I didn't want to spread COVID. Uh, re, uh, reply if you did the same, and somebody replies with, "I didn't," but that's also because I don't have any f- friends in real life or really oh. any family. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so sad. <laughs> now oh here's the God. thing: <laughs> if you don't have any friends in real life, it's actually possible that you have no private self. You know, like it's possible that there is only the thing that you project to the world, which is like a, a weird, uh, bitter monstrosity that's trying to ruin other people's lives. But that might be the actual you. There might right. be nothing behind yeah. that mask, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, I mean, and it, there might be, but you could just be a profoundly dishonest person or and, and just like not introspective or like you might not even be aware that you're a deeper person than you are because you've never – that's never mattered. What's mattered is the public facing PR version of yourself where it's just the, the scrubbed clean of, of, of anything negative or anything bad that's ever maybe popped into your brain for a nanosecond. So yeah, I mean that, that, that I have no doubt that that's the type of person, someone that doesn't have anybody, you know, (laughs) like, and that's tragic, you know, uh, it, all they have is these very, uh, vapid face value relationships that occur on the internet, which I, I don't know. I mean, I've never gotten much joy out of things like that, purely like online friendships. I mean, it's not bad necessarily. I'm not mad. Like when, when, when people who listen, like hit us up, it's cool. Like, you know, but like it doesn't really, it, it doesn't even compare to like the, people I know in real life and like, you know what I mean? Like that, that, that's, that's such a value to life that is kind of irreplaceable. So I don't know. I just, when you, when you tell me about people, like people will say I have, I don't have friends or family. It's, that's tragic, man. That's fucking tragic. I mean, did you see this list? One of the, one of the like uh, more saucy journalists might've tweeted it out. Did you, did you see the response responses to, those to, to, to that, Hey, did everybody stay at home? Like they were supposed to, did you see the responses? It's, I'm not kidding. It's like dark, dark. Yeah. (laughs) It's people being like, you you know, um, basically it's people saying all the loud parts or all the quiet parts out loud, uh, nonstop. Like, like, no, I didn't see my, I didn't see my mother for the third year in a row. And I don't know when that'll stop because I can only drive by her house. And it's like, you know, you're just not doing, you're not doing good, man. Like that you, you are struggling with something and we all struggle with something, right? Like there's, everybody goes through the hard time, but your hard time is pretty fucking annoying. (laughs) It's pretty miserable. It's it's, it's not even just that. It's just like, I, the, the, where, what I'm confused by, what, what like I can't really tell, is like, do they? Is this the way that they prefer to live their life? Because if, if they're happy, I can't really argue with that. You know, I can't if that if that's the way. But like, you know, I have family members who are who who you know once again second year in a row, family members who didn't come for the holidays because of COVID, and it's like, 
I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't think it brings them joy to, to do that. But like, if, if, I don't know, if it really mattered to you, like, I think you'd find a way, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I think you'd be able to rationalize it. Like I did. I mean, I've ra- rationalized it two years in a row because I want to be close to my friends and family, regardless of whatever risks may be out there. But, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I just wonder, you know, are people driving by their mom's house because they really just don't want to fucking deal with mom? Uh, okay. So that's what a lot of people are speculating is the actual core of so much of this is that people don't do, people don't do things they don't want to do is, is the, is the rationale. Right. And <clears throat> I think there's some truth to that in my own life. I've seen that, that there's people who I've wanted to kind of disregard as miserable. And then I had to look at it and go, yeah, but this is where they're most lit. This is like when their brain is firing on all cylinders is when they're like profoundly unhappy. (laughs) And and, I mean, I don't know, like, you know, you and I both know people that are, I don't want to say at their best, but they're probably in their element when in conflict, right? Like we've all met those people in life, but like, I don't know, to to be that person that's, that's that with unhappiness (laughs) is pretty bad. Like, I mean, I don't know. You, 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 you've in a pre COVID world, you've happily skipped holidays now. Oh, yeah. So, so I mean, but I would never, I would never dress it up like I wanted to go, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't know. Are these people, are they doing that? Are they dressing it up as if they wish they could be there? Yeah. It, it, some of them, that's bl- weird. Some of them blame the, the, uh, you know, doing the same tired anti-vax or, or like the anti-vaxxers are to blame for this. One person actually said this part was crazy. I'm, I'm looking for these tweets right now. One person actually said, uh, I wanted to see my family, but I didn't want to be one of those people. Ah! And it's like, yo, you, this is your life. You know that, right? Like yeah. it, Twitter isn't the, 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 the they don't audit you. <laughs> No. <laughs> like you don't have to go on like you didn't even have to share with anybody that you saw your family you could just literally go see your family like you wanted to <laughs> yeah Fa- fauci doesn't drone strike you not yet anyway not yet not it's just yet. a matter of time <clears throat> yeah um i mean like th- th- this is the things like you know yep I-, I i don't know i firmly believe people only do what they want to do and that's the only true motivation in life is if you somewhere in your mind there is a switch and when you are, uh, whenever that switch gets flipped and you, and you, whatever options lay before you, you're going to pick the one that, that, that you want to do. Right. So like if you didn't, this, and this is the thing, like maybe last year, whatever, you know, COVID was maybe a little more serious. Omicron, very evidently not serious, you know, not, not, not fatal in the way that the, the previous iterations of the virus were. If you wanted to go home, you could go home and, 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 you know, but if you don't want to, then it was a great excuse. And if you, you know, if, if, if those are neither of the options, then the only other, the only other option is that you were, you know, you, you watch the news too much and you, you're like, you're unnecessarily scared. <laughs> like that's, that's the only, like, I, I don't, do those people still exist? Holy fuck. Eric, man. Are you are you seated? Are you on the toilet? I wish. No, I'm, I'm in my room. The guy who said I avoided any gatherings mostly out of COVID concerns, but also because I don't have many real world friends and very few living relatives. It, that person's at is looking for vinyl. <laughs> 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 
It's so oh, upsetting <laughs> looking for vinyl ATX. Oh my God. I mean, whatever, dude. Like, this is the thing. It's, people got to do whatever that makes them happy. I don't know. Wait, whatever wait, wait. makes them. I, I got one for you. All right. I canceled our big Christmas, but then everyone just went to other families' Christmas gatherings, so it was pointless. Yes, you dumb fucking bitch. <laughs> That's exactly right. You yeah. you nailed it. It's pointless. Also, when you say to somebody, "Hey, don't come to my family gathering," okay? Uh, I'm I'm nervous. They go, "Oh, yeah, all right," and they just go enjoy their life elsewhere. You got it. You finally, you know, kudos to that person for that moment of uh, realization. No, no, no. They 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 were supposed to sit at home and and cry in their basement. They're supposed to, they were supposed to go home and resent strangers that choose to live a different way. Yeah, the the filthies, the unclean. Uh, this to, person yeah. did Red Lobster carry uh, curbside carry out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck. God damn. Uh, this person said avoided all gatherings recently, ended up with COVID anyway. Sigh. <laughs> no shit. No, no shit, shit, dude. I, I don't know. I mean, this is like, this is the weird thing is like, and, and, and we've cynically talked about this, but like, it's, I mean, to me, it's, it's evident at this point where it's like, people don't want to let the pandemic go. No, they, they don't, don't. want to let, no, they no, just, no. People are doing really weird shit. Like, like, uh, you know, like their kids will be exposed and they'll quarantine now in, in 2021 with the Omicron, uh, the, the 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 quarantine as though they're people on a ship with Ebola. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they're still doing it. Yeah, no, it, it's it's really strange. No, they don't they don't want to let it go. They just don't want to let it go. I don't know. I guess I guess there's a weird there must be some kind of weird psychological um like comfort level where it's like you're in a state of pure fear. So you go and you and you 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 rationalize these weird rituals and 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 measures in your minds to take to prevent you from the thing that's going to kill you, and then you then then it like it creates this it creates this you know weighted blanket of uh, of a security, even though you're like you've reduced the joy that life brings you in like in 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 several aspects to achieve that, but it yes. doesn't matter because that weighted blanket over your brain. Like it just brings you a level of peace that you can't let go now. Like you, this is the world that you want. So you can continue to drape yourself in that weighted blanket. Yeah. You're the people that, uh, wouldn't have gotten off the farm, uh, and sailed to, uh, a, a new country. Uh, you would have died of <clears throat> potato induced, uh, psychosis. Uh, hold on. I want to read the last one to you and I want you to really mull this one over. <laughs> Okay. I will be celebrating. I will be celebrating Christmas with the same five people I've been quarantining with since March 2020. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That person lives in a submarine. <laughs> what the fuck? Yo, that's insane. This is. I can't. I. I have to presume that some of these people are lying. I can't. Like, that can't be real, right? I mean, I don't know. <clears throat> that, going on two years and you've only interacted with five people. That uh, can't be real, if man. If you work from home and you have an income with which you can have everything delivered to your home, you could achieve this. Would oh, it make man. you insane? Technically? Yes. It would be like living in a supermax. It's fucking crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> somebody could do it. 
And out of those five people, like none of them have ever, like, they've all been quarantining together. Like, I don't know. That's like a weird polycule, you know? Like, there's got to be some poly thing going on here. There has to be because I just don't, I don't, I don't know how you could, like, I don't know. I don't doubt that these people are out there. You know what I mean? These we- these weird, profoundly weird people that want to isolate themselves. But getting five of them together in a in a single unit and them all like just like vibing on that for two years would be pretty remarkable. Wait, I want to. Sorry, my brain is going from one thing to another because I made a, a a little things to talk about. Oh, I, I I made a list of well, I'm not so much a list. I'm sure there's plenty of things we're forgetting, but I thought we could do a uh, year in review. Uh, a, a, a cringe year in review and, and look back on the, on the things that befell us. So I was going to list things that happened this year and ask you if you remembered them on any level. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the problem. I only, I was trying to think of things and I, and I reached out to people and I only came up with like, I got maybe like seven things maybe. So I just want to touch on this one thing that happened like 20 hours ago. Okay. Do you know who David Foster is? Not David Foster Wallace, but David Foster. Uh, I do know David Foster Wallace. I don't think I know David Foster. So <clears throat> I think he's uh, like a musician. Uh, he's like a composer, I guess. Uh, soundtrack guy, but I guess he's like a whatever. He's he's done a lot of shit. I guess he was married to one of the real housewives or some bullshit, right? Something I, I don't follow this guy. Him and that woman are no longer together, and he's with another an, another woman now who I guess has probably got to be like 20 or 30 years his junior. Oh, God, he's 72. Fuck. So so his old lady is probably – she. I mean, she looks pretty good. She's got a um, – let's see. My girlfriend turned me on to this one because <laughs> like, she doesn't care about the same bullshit you and I care about, but when like true nonsense jumps – out she'll be like what is it? so uh okay Catherine mcphee um who is significantly uh okay none of my business uh but he posted a photo of her with the co- and, and she's looking thin and beautiful and all that shit and he says what baby right and what baby meaning she had a child recently and she's lost all the weight and she looks good. Okay. And people in the in the uh word of the day, people came for her, came for him and said he was disgusting, a sleaze, a scumbag. They always got a bad vibe from him. Like all that shit. <clears throat> for celebrating the fact that he still finds his wife very beautiful and he's excited for her bounce back, which is a thing that people talk about now, right? Like, because we have the means to people can bounce back (laughs) from pregnancy and look very much like they did prior to it. Now, no doubt. Can you, I want you to try in a psycho knots slash, uh, the movie, um, uh, whatever that one, that Pixar one where there's emotions and shit. I want mm. you, or inner space. I want you to fly into the person's brain who would be so fucking miserable as to comment you're disgusting <laughs> on, on a married man commenting on his wife's beauty. 
like reflect on that. Like reflect on like he's not dropping into a stranger's fucking comment section to yeah. go to go look and fit bird. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's, not, he's, he's not doing that. He's talking about the mother of his child who apparently he loves very much. Now, granted, he's old enough that I guess you could see her as a trophy wife, I guess. Right. Yeah. I guess it's, it, but I, uh, so I guess if that's something that you're like, feel real strong about, maybe you could think that, but think about the person that comments it, you know, <laughs> like think about the Midwest housewife who is, it hasn't addressed whatever her body's doing is feeling low. It's the holidays. Maybe she, maybe her family's not what she wanted it to be uh, in the snow globe of her mind. And then she types, you're disgusting. (laughs) 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 What a miserable person. Like we, we, we have the fund where we send people handguns, right? We have the dad's nightstand, uh, uh, super uh, fund, but what do you do for this person? Cause I don't even think death would stop their misery. No, no, no. I think that they would haunt whatever building you, they killed themselves in. This that's like a cosmic level of misery that like just like extends outward into space. Like you know the way that like light like like when you see an image, you're not seeing you're not you're seeing the light that bounces off of of off of the thing. So that the light, if you were to go faster than the speed of light out into the cosmos, you would look back and like you would see the past essentially because that light particle is still leaving the earth they they their misery is like that light particle it just extends and shoots into the universe to into infinity there's there's nothing that can be done outside of maybe like some kind of like a cult spell or something to kind of like just eradicate that that energy altogether but that lives on there's no dad's nightstand doesn't help with that no this is like it's a doctor strange solution yeah there, yeah there's I, nothing else thought- going here the thought that I had is just like, and I'm thinking about it, like, how often do you comment on things? Like, do you leave a comment on a thing? Like, I don't like unless it's a friend. Virtually never, and and I, at this point in my life, only if it's positive. Only if I can yeah, say like, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, what else am I gonna do? That's lame, or disappointed, or SMH. Why would I yep. ever do that? I've, I like, I, I, cause uh, honestly, a lot of like, I've, I've, I've been off from work and a lot of my day has been consumed by like just watching YouTube and reading yes. the comments yes. and on all these videos. And it's just like, I've never in my life felt compelled to leave a comment on a thing, like no, other than what? a friend, other than saying like happy birthday or like looking good. Like that's it. That is the, the extent of, of, in which I've ever felt compelled to leave a comment on someone's thing. No, when when YouTubers live stream to low numbers, I will go in to be supportive. Like Sean G uh, did like a stream where it was just his like 11 year old son working out. <laughs> <laughs> and I just dropped in. Cause there's like 30 people watching. And I was just like, I was just like, look at swole little Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I'll do it to be supportive of people. I don't even know, but yeah, the, the negative shit is like, yo, come on, man. Like, 
we've created like a Yelp brain, like a Google reviews brain where you, you think that you've got to leave a comment. You don't, you just, you don't frequent that establishment anymore. Like you can just have a bad experience at a restaurant and not say shit. Yeah. You don't got <laughs> to say like, well, I guess that's not a restaurant I care for. Yeah. You can, you can tell a friend to be like, yeah, that place kind of sucks. That's so, it. Are you ready for me to list some of the things that happened this year? Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey, and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. Yeah, but uh, also, did I tell you that I got I got clowned on on uh, Spider Cuz's Instagram Live? No, this was like a month ago. I was so ashamed of myself. So he was he was on Instagram Live and he was showing off how someone made a action figure of him, and he was like, "Check it out, Spider Cuz action figure." And I was like, I I come I was in the live chat or whatever, and I was like, "Bro, don't get hit with that cease and desist from Sony." And he comment, he's like. He's like, you fucking dummy. I talked to Sony Records. They know I'm legit. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> no, you listen, you just added. It's like the people that write us some dumb shit. At the end of the day, how can you be mad? You just add spice to the whole thing. That's you know what, what I, mean? I yeah. like, like he needed you in that moment. <laughs> and everyone in the chat was like, yo, get this bum out of here. And I was like, <laughs> no. Did you say I'm not wishing it? All right. Never mind. I'm out of here. I, I just I just dipped out. I was like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. Yeah, spider cuz doesn't think i'm cool I'm nah nah i got clown on by spider cuz anyway well yeah what's what's happening in this year i i, I can i do the first one just because yeah, maybe yeah. in uh and we don't got to talk on it too much and it's and it's something that has been talked on too much but i think the first embarrassing thing of the year january 6th there you go you knew it you it, knew it was about to be said it's it kicks it right off with oh this is going to be the year of cringe yep <laughs> One hundred percent. Oh, we're lost in a in a uh, cringe milieu right now. <laughs> it's cr- it's cringe from whatever angle you want to look at it. Yes, it's just if you, like if you were there in a serious way, cringe. If you uh, are think that it's the end of the the, the republic, cringe. If, yeah. <laughs> if you're a late night host that can't stop talking about it, big cringe. If you're CNN who can't stop talking about oh. it, if you think it's if you said it was worse than nine eleven, oh. If, if you said it was worse than 9-11, you really – people should just like pin that tweet to your life. You should yeah, have to walk yeah. around – you should have to walk around with that like every sh- – you should have to wear it as a pin on your jacket. And if you take your jacket off, you should have to be wearing a t-shirt that has it in like a like a low-res like mall-style print. It's it's wild. But I, I also think what's kind of fun, if there's any fun angle to it, is in the last I, – probably around October or so was the videos coming out of like it's really hard to not – there was very evidently feds there trying to instigate the whole thing. No? Uh, don't, don't tell my father. He doesn't believe this fact. <laughs> there's there's see this is one of those things where it's like i would be like yeah yeah like maybe like what that's it. Maybe? but like there's no maybe it's, it's there's no maybe there was there's videos of it yes 
there's there's videos of dudes being like, we need to go inside. We need everyone here to go to the Capitol and we have to go inside. And that like that's where it all goes down. And then the guy just like disappears into the crowd. And so they, so I've because I've I, I did a little dive on this this week. They figured out the guy's name. I think his name was like Jay Epps or something like that. And like he was on the FBI website of like, here's like someone of concern. And then his, his name and picture just disappeared from the site. So people were thinking, Oh, that means maybe they apprehended him. No, because if they apprehended him, it would just, it would still have his picture and his name on the site. And and it would say apprehended pending trial or something. No, he just was completely disappeared from the site. Uh, nothing to concern yourself with Eric. And again, there's video of him saying, of him actively provoking the situation. Now, they've arrested and tried people on less than what there's video evidence of this man doing. And it appears to be that there is no one trying to probe that situation. Well, yeah, I mean, truly, that's all you need to know is, was this person arrested? No. Okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) That's all you need to know. That's it. There's nothing else to it. Yeah. It's it's profoundly weird, profoundly cringe, uh, and we cannot seem to stop talking about it. I bet they're ready. They're ready for you know in a week when it is the anniversary of January sixth to play that shit up. Oh. Uh, it's it, it was the perfect little thing. Now that like the Democrats, it was the perfect instance for Democrats. Now that they control all three levers of government for them to fixate on a thing that can't ta- tangibly produce anything real or anything beneficial for anyone, but it allows them to morally posture and and seem like the righteous do-gooders of the nation, even though, hey, everyone, your life still sucks a year later. They've done nothing for you. Nothing. Uh, <clears throat> all they've done is uh, uh, devalue your, your currency. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's the only, that's the only material change you can recognize in your life. Yeah. Pretty, pretty is that if you eat much. eggs, they're they're like thirty cents more each. <laughs> yeah, and you're getting you're getting uh, fucking shafted at the fucking gas station. Okay, Joe Biden is inaugurated on the twentieth of January. Yep. Okay, that's okay. Uh, you know it's uh, morning in America. We're uh, we're coming out of that uh, th- that long dark night of the Trump presidency, and now we there's there's hope. You know, mm. everything's going to be all right. Yes. Nothing, uh, nothing to self-examine. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nothing. Just keep it moving, everybody. February 1st. This one I find interesting. There's a coup in in, uh, in Burma. I have a problem saying Myanmar, uh, Myanmar. Uh, and the uh, kind of, kind of pro-democracy, there's, there's a lot of things about her that weren't kind of like in retrospect, maybe not on the level, uh, she's removed from power and there's a military, the, the military's in charge. And this is relevant only in one respect that nobody in North America gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a country that for my entire life, uh, has been under some, uh, very vari- variation of, uh, uh, of a military uh, uh, rule, right? Like, uh, and it's at the juncture where it's like North Korea level, but they don't make noise in our region, so nobody cares. Where yeah. it's just they can exterminate whoever they want. Uh, they and they have, 
they the iron fist doesn't sum it up. You can just be disappeared, right? And that had been trending the other way for a decade, and then was complete re- completely reversed in a night. And have you heard anybody in the year since this happened say one word about it? Uh, I mean, no, not really. No. In in like in real life, no. No, hell no. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay. So moving forward, that's the only reason that that's relevant is because of how not uh, I- irrelevant it is. I think that that's uh, uh, telling. Uh, okay. So on February 6th, a joint World Health Organization China investigation of the source of the outbreak concludes investigators deem a Wuhan laboratory leak to be extremely unlikely. <laughs> oh, okay. Everybody go back to sleep. <laughs> you know, again, China is the Woody Allen of nations. It's you might be innocent, but you look bad. <laughs> I mean, like you just you look guilty, man. Like I don't know what to say to you. Like yeah. it's tough. It's it's man. This is like it's pretty similar to the to the uh Ghislaine Epstein stuff. Like it's just what's wild to me is that just like not a lot of people seem to care. And oh, it's, no. it's 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 astounding. It's like they it's irrelevant. Like like the source of the pandemic is irrelevant. I mean, it is ex- in my mind it's extremely relevant. If if it was human error, then I, I presume that heads need to roll so that perhaps we can avoid it in the future. But if no one suffers any consequences for, you know, uh, drastically shifting the, the way the entire world operates on almost every level, um, then we're just, you know, like it's, I don't know. It's just confounding it. Like, like I can't, it doesn't process in my brain. Uh, well, were you aware that 11 days later, Seven people in Russia tested positive for H5N8 Ooh. and became the first known human cases. Uh, if you're curious what that is, it's bird flu. Uh, mm. So bird flu jumped to human beings in a way that we can track uh, just about a year ago. Uh, remember, no mention of this. <laughs> this is actual news to me. Uh, let's see. Moving on to March. March, pretty boring month. Uh, the number of vaccinations uh, worldwide went to 500 million, which is a very okay. impressive number, by the way. Um, but otherwise, pretty chill in March, unless you remember anything. Uh, so I didn't have anything like by like when it took place, but I have like, when do we think the Pete Davidson NFT sketch was? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Is that is that the king cringe moment of the year? It's right up there. That's like that that could be re- So here's the problem, right? There's no reason to you couldn't look a kid in the eye in the kind of like TikTok generation and say if you work on a craft and do something well, people may never notice but you at least stand a chance of breaking through and being recognized for greatness. You can't say that when 
when Pete Davidson has done nothing but fail up his entire career. Yeah. You, you can't say like he's less funny than he was when he started, which wasn't profoundly funny. And no, but yeah, I mean, it used to be, I mean, it's always been a thing like the cynical dishwasher guy saying, ah, it's who, you know, you know what I mean? Like for a long but time, now, I mean, now that, it's, it, there could be no debate. There could be no debate. I mean, for, for a while, that guy was never wrong, but it, he could be written off. And there was a time where the cream sort of rose to the top where that there, there were undeniably there, there, there were times in life. I mean, I guess somewhat unprovable because you, there could be, there could have been a much more talented person from a certain era that no one ever knew and they never sure. made it, you know, but, but it's safe to say there's plenty of, you can look back and see, uh, comedians or people of their craft, whatever it may be having long careers because they just were undeniably good. Uh, you, yeah, you can't, you can't say that anymore. You, it, it is firmly Pete, I, Pete Davidson. I say this all the time. Someone in the Illuminati fucking loves this dude. Yeah. It, there, it just doesn't make any sense. He's a, and, he's a psyop. You have to be careful though. You can't hate on him too much because if you hate on Pete Davidson too much, you just sound bitter and jealous. Yeah, precisely. precisely. It sounds like you. You sound like you have a small dick. Yeah. Right. And that you don't. You. You'll never be with a beautiful woman. Like That's you exactly. can't hate on him too much. I, this is why all I say is, the dude just someone loves him. Someone very powerful loves him. Yes. That's the way to put that is you can't harp on certain shit because then it re- reveals too much about you or at least like looks like it does. Right. So. You're right. You just got to let it pass over you. Best, best of luck to our, our boy Pete. You know, now best of luck to him. I hope they get him out of the. I hope he leaves SNL and has a more lucrative career. I hope that he says one funny thing before he dies. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I honestly, what I hope for him, he is. A lot of people compare him to Sandler. I compare him to, and it's not a fair comparison, but. Uh, I think he's more of a Dane Cook because That's Dane, correct. when That's Dane correct. Cook was popping, like popping, popping, like big stadium shows, he was lame. If you were cool, he was lame. And then later in his career, after his moment had passed, he became more of the, oh, it's Dane Cook. It's like, oh, okay. Like, yeah, he, no, like nobody has a problem with him now. No, no. He, he can fit in with the seller crowd, the, the cool crowd. Like he's, he's welcome at the cool table. Yep. So that's what I hope for him. I hope in in another couple years, Pete Davidson is just like, hey, remember me? I was a guy, huh? you know? My my father died. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Remember 9-11? <laughs> Who is the up-and-coming comedian whose who's, uh, deranged QAnon mother died at, uh, at January 6th? Fuck. <laughs> I hope that Pete, Pete Davidson looks at somebody and does his 9-11 thing and people don't remember 9-11. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's, there's, there's kids that, I mean, well, no, there's adults that nine 11 is purely abstract to them. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they look at nine 11 footage in the same way that we look at like, you know, Vietnam. World, world war. Yeah. World Yeah. Vietnam footage. Exactly. Um, like, like, Oh, it all, it all had credence playing over it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It all had gimme shelter by the stones playing over it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, here's not to harp on the January 6th thing, but like, do you think we'll ever have a full acknowledgement reckoning with the QAnon stuff that like that woman who there was a thing on the, on TV the other day about one of the, the the woman that got killed there and how she was 
an Obama 2008 and 2012 voter. Yep. What happened to the brains of these people? See, I don't like to get into that because then you end up looking like like Brooklyn Dad Defiant who says shit like, I lost a family member to a virus, <laughs> but not the virus of COVID, the virus yeah. of hate, the virus no, but, of Fox News. Right. And, but that's what I mean is like that's dishonest. Like that's a dishonest appraisal of the situation. Like there's no – Brooklyn Dad has no interest in actually understanding. He only just wants to be like – they're gone, man. You know, like, and it's like, what, what do you mean? Where'd they go? They were normal a, a short time ago. What happened? What if, what if the reality is that this QAnon stuff is just very compelling and no one, the people that hate on it haven't actually watched it? Yeah. It's, what if it's like the, uh, or it's like all basic stuff. What if it's like Jordan Peterson for, for, for like politi- <laughs> political intrigue where I told you, my girlfriend was like, I saw this Canadian guy, I guess. And I was like, Holy shit. Like she's like very reasonable things that he was saying. And I was like, yes, this is where everybody arrives with him. If you don't come in with this like weird baggage, everybody just goes, Oh yeah. It was a guy that was saying some shit that seemed pretty obvious. Like, yeah. <laughs> like so like the same thing, maybe QAnon is that maybe if you don't come in with the baggage, you're, you're like, Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, sure. I mean, the, the, the amount of people that gathered at, at Dealey Plaza in Texas to await the coming of, 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 John F. Kennedy Jr. It's, I'm just like, how do you arrive at that point? Right. Cause like I've, I have an interest in conspiracies. I've watched plenty of conspiracy videos in my life. Every now and then you watch it and you're like, they're making a little too much sense sometimes. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you, you, you come out of that fog and you go, this would be a little too fucking insane if it was real. Like, I don't think it's real, but like, how do you get that many people to await the coming of a man who's been dead for 30 years? I just, I think we should have, I think there should be an honest reckoning of the situation. It's too many people. Like, did people gather at ground zero when loose change came out? I don't remember that. I, don't I mean, there was just probably some couple, like a couple weirdos with some poster board. Oh yeah. That, that, that was certainly real, but like this, a, a large crowd of people. Anyway, I could, I could talk about this for a while. I, I just wonder if we'll ever actually honestly, uh, delve into it. I don't, I don't know if we'll ever actually like try and figure out what these people are on about. Uh, I'd like to read to you a couple, uh, just a week of, uh, news in April of 2021. Are you ready? Oh, I remember it. Well, uh, by the way, in the Tibetan calendar, this is, this was the year of the male iron rat. Yeah, it sounds right. So, Japan's government on April 13th approved the dumping of radioactive water from the uh, Fukushima nuclear power plant into the Pacific Ocean. Mm. Uh, the decision is opposed by China, South Korea, and Taiwan, as you might imagine. Yeah, I would imagine so. Okay. That same day, uh, Janssen, uh, who is making a COVID-19 vaccine, is paused over uh, blood clots, right? That's yep. the Johnson & Johnson. Oh, I see. We're connect- uh, are we connecting some dots here? Well, two days later, Okay. Scientists announced they successfully injected human stem cells into the embryos of monkeys, creating chimera embryos. Jeez. Oh, All right. We're in the full, we're in full Alex Jones now. No, but that's a BBC news report. Yeah. <laughs> so, so wait, so wait, the BBC news used the word chimera? Yes. Yeah. That's cool. That's kind of cool, honestly. So, uh, that's, it seems like that should get, more press 
But then April 17th, uh, uh Oh, 3 million deaths from COVID. So, uh, other news does not matter. Don't worry, everybody. The, the monkey people <laughs> that, are, that were created by scientists, <laughs> the new oh, society yeah. of monkeys, you know, is, uh, nothing to be concerned about. I was at the mall earlier and I think I saw some, Oh, uh, did you see like when I was in, uh, Jacksonville, I saw the strangest. I talk about this a lot because it was the strangest mall behavior. And it was like across, I mean, I don't know if Jacksonville really has different classes of people, but it, it, the race didn't seem to be a factor at all. Couples dressed exactly alike. Whoa. I, I thought it was the weirdest thing I'd ever seen. So like if the man was wearing a pastel uh, sweatsuit, the woman would be wearing the exact same pastel sweatsuit. Yeah. That's some Jacksonville mall behavior. I saw That's it like, like several times. You you've been you've been separated from your partner for for a while now. Long and time. I I imagine there's there's moments where that's that's a painful situation. And I you know, I haven't I've been single for a minute too. Sometimes you get a little lonely whatever, sometimes it sucks, sometimes it's fine. But when you walk past couples like that, you go, that's a prison, huh?" <laughs> See, I had the opposite response where I went I think they're so dumb that this is just lit. Maybe that could be, you know, I mean, like, like yeah. maybe. And honestly, let's, I, cause <clears throat> all right. So not to get, not to get all heavy, I guess, but I really love my partner. And I also think she's like super beautiful. So maybe if we have like a really fulfilling home life, and there's like, it's, it's highly sexed and it's like, it makes me feel young and vibrant and all that. Maybe you could just kind of be the ultimate simp and wear a matching pastel sweatsuit. Yeah. The concern that I have is that I don't think that that's actually these people's lives. I think that their pastel sweatsuit is defeat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not, Hey, I'm passive in the way that people are passive on Thanksgiving, like after they eat on Thanksgiving, like I'm so fulfilled, nothing really matters. LOL. Life is a joke. It's not that it's I'm passive because I've been cowed by my reality. (laughs) I am no longer a, a, uh, I no longer have any affect, uh, uh, effect or affect on my reality, on my world. Right. That's what it reads as, but it could be the other. Maybe people's lives are so lit <laughs> that the pastels are just like, yeah, man, I don't care. You know what I mean? I got a good job. Life's hot. I will. I love walking around the mall in my, in my weird powder pink pastel matching sweatsuit with her. Maybe. You know what? Like I, what I wonder too is like, <sighs> I don't, I don't give people a lot of rope in the, in the, in the self-awareness department, but like, is it on some level? I mean, unless these were two, like we, we, you and I are stupid enough to where we will, we'll restart, we'll hit the restart button and, 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 and on our lives, even if they're going like pretty swimmingly. But do you think there's some self-honest appraisal going on with couples like that where it's like, you know what the fuck am I going to do? I'm going to like bounce on my girlfriend. Cause I hate wearing this shirt, like, and then be single and, and, and try and do this all over again. Like, no, like, do you think people maybe are not cowed by 
the relationship, but cowed by this is this is the ceiling for me. Oh well, but this, here's the thing: that could be depressing, or that could be exactly what someone should be doing. And right, I, that's I, what I mean. Yeah, I wouldn't know until I like uh, spend time with that person because I think it's okay to look at your situation and go, "I got it good. I got, yeah. I got to, you know, like whatever weird behavior I I'm into, I got to stop that. I got to stop the like that's all fine. And then if somebody hits you with something that would be maybe, um, uh, I, I don't know what the word, an imposition, uh, if, if you were, if you were like a billion, if you were, I guess there's the thing, the alpha male sort of like the manosphere sort of dialogue on this might be that you're supposed to walk around like you're Jeff Bezos, but I think that people should take inventory and go, yeah, I don't got that. I don't got it. Like Bezos, you know, I can't really like being, just being real. I can't really tell my considerate, attractive wife to fuck off. I can't yeah. do that. I like, I, I got to uh, kind of weigh things. <laughs> I think that that's fair. And I think that that's like, that's not even that depressing. It's only depressing when it's like, like you are, at the bottom of the ocean in a, in a lobster cage, you're, you're, you're trapped in like a miserable situation. And that is, you're doing that math. You're doing the math of like, well, I think if we broke up, then I'd have to go live in a drug motel because I, I don't have my own credit. And I, you know, she's got the car. Fuck. I guess I, maybe I could ride a, I guess I could get like a $60 bike maybe and just ride that to work. And like, th- if you're at that point, then yes, you being trapped is depressing because you are literally trapped. But if you just look at your situation and weigh it, I don't think that's wrong. No, no. Well, I mean, it's smart. And I think, and like I, like I said, it takes a certain level of self-awareness to do that. So you know, and, and I think it's something that, you know, on some level, like I said, like, I'm not afraid to sort of like start over, you know, but like, it's, it's probably unwise, <laughs> like, especially if things are like moderately okay, you know? Um, anyway, I don't know what, 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 uh, what else do I have here? Uh, oh, we didn't really talk about this. The fr- I mean, yeah, we didn't really talk about this too much the first time around, but Seth Simons getting 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 owned. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There is, uh, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today, and uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, okay, so so Seth Simons, everybody, once again, Eric and I don't consider ourselves comedians except when we do this podcast, which is a comedy podcast, so don't hold us to anything we've said here. Exactly. Uh, 
but we do enjoy comedy. So we follow it closely enough that Seth Simons, whose beat is ruining people's career. He's the one responsible for, uh, is, uh, bringing to light the, uh, uh, it really, it was like bitter weirdos at, in the Philadelphia comedy scene, but he's the one who brought to light the, uh, uh, uh Shane Gillis, uh, Asian joke that <clears throat> ruined his chances at SNL. Right. So, uh, this is what he does. This is all that he does. Actually, he does a Substack on comedy news. I want you to think about that reality. He lives in Boise reports on comedy in New York and LA. Uh, He's, by all accounts, a pretty pathetic weirdo. We've made fun of the fact that, and we're kind of being unfair because I've got like a million cringe moments out in the internet ethos or, or internet, uh, 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 what would you call it? The, the, the like the multiverse, and the the. Uh, uh, so I'm not, I'm not here to, uh, but he's pretty cringe. Like we've we've seen the footage, but I'm not here to clown that, and I'm not here to clown his Me Too, which is seemingly it's like pretty fake it's like somebody's ex-roommate heard from somebody else that he was a creep and she keeps repeating that and the person who she heard the person that he would have creeped upon is like no what stop it's weird stop doing this so she he's probably not a creep and uh he and his cringe moments are maybe in the past. He was probably like 23, whatever, but he is a fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like we, I could defend him on all that other weird shit, but he's a fucking bitch, man. His whole life is, is trying to evidence that there is a, uh, uh like a, a political problem in comedy that everybody is he's backed off of this that everybody's a sex uh, pervert now because he had his own thing which again is almost certainly nonsense but it's something that by the way everybody this was this is an example of the other side getting a point on the board for somebody trying to use like the sex pest or sex pervert or the sex uh, misconduct thing like as a because te- once you have that there's certain topics that you can never talk on again because people will just bring them up at, bring up your shit out of the blue, even if they know it's fake. Like, I don't want to get into it because I know that <clears throat> some of you are fucking morons, but there's a guy whose allegations are like a hundred percent prove proven fake. And it doesn't matter. Like if he goes, like when he goes online, there's always a couple weirdos that are like, remember this? Cause I do. And it's like, you know, you, all you would have to do is Google. Like it's a matter of public record that it was fake. But like the point is that it's, this was an example of kind of like the edgy, edgy boy, uh, crowd getting one on the, uh, sanctimonious, uh, woke capital weirdo. And Seth Simons, uh, survived all that was doing his stupid sub 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 stack thing and wrote an article for, I don't even know who, like whoever new Republic Atlantic, uh, whatever the federalist. I don't, it doesn't matter. One of these fucking stupid nonsense publications, but it was, does comedy have, or comedy is right wing problem. Right. And, and it was uh, a ton of uh, quotes and evidence about uh, mostly the New York scene having a right leaning because there uh, there are very strained uh, 
connections to like uh, proud boy sort of politics and stuff like that. And uh, these are kind of in New York, honestly, Eric and I, if we were in that scene, if we were successful at all, we would be probably adjacent to that because the fact of the matter is you are by virtue of, of the kind of, uh, who, you know, guilty by association thing. Uh, Anthony Kumi is one of the m- most successful broadcasters maybe in history, right? Yeah. He's, he's like a, uh, well, if we're going to put Stern at number one of that, of that type of uh, broadcaster, Kumi is not a, well, probably a distant two. Is that dis- fair? Dis- distant two, but yeah. I would actually give him, I would give him more points because after a certain time it was completely self-made. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I would give Kumi a lot of credit for that. Uh, obviously now there's broadcasters who <clears throat> make more money than he's currently making, but he's making everything he's making is to his pocket at this point. It's not, uh, he doesn't go through a corporation. Anyway, point is, um, Kumia is a uh, problematic personality. Uh, no doubt, he is. Uh, I he gets a lot of shit for his uh, race stuff. Oh yeah, people really like rocket past the kind of more troubling dating history. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but whatever, I'll rocket past it too. I guess. So, like, the point is though that. He is an undeniably great broadcaster still, despite the fact that he's kind of in like a walled garden of like, yeah, somewhat, somewhat, if not right leaning, then at least like somewhat conservative. It's a weird thing. It's like, it's like Trump conservatism where it's, Hey, you should be able to have your guns. Uh, Hey, uh, it's this bathroom stuff with the trans people's getting a little weird. Right. Uh, also, uh, I guess we won't mention that, uh, you, your sexual history is weird and you keep talking loudly about like, it, it's not like a blushing conservatism. Let me put it like that. It's, it's a conservative, um, sort of mindset with, um, maybe libertarian trappings. Does that feel accurate? Anyway. Uh, it's. Here's the. I think we're kind of maybe looking at it the wrong way, and it, it might be this might be like a larger point within comedy, and something that maybe is you know it's relevant to the Seth Simons conversation, where it's like comedy is saying the uncomfortable thing, it's saying maybe the contrarian thing, it's it's going sort of it has it, it for good comedy to stand out, it has a countercultural element to it now when enter Trump and enter, you know, the, the years that, that preceded him, comedy was perceived to have a, a, a right wing bent because the attitude was, Hey, everybody, we're here to make some jokes, LOL. Well, yeah. everyone is very uptight and serious right now. So it, it had this perceived conservatism. That being said, with, with, when it comes to Cumia, I think he's, I think he's no doubt, no, he would, and admitted, conservative right-wing dude there's no question about that but i think a lot of that and a lot of the youtube red pill stuff comes from this notion of devil's advocate contrarianism which a lot of people fucking hate but our point has always been that's part and parcel to the art form but that that being said uh cumia is the only dude i've seen fucking defend Derek chauvin the guy who fucking killed george floyd yeah so 
he's a wild he's a wild boy <laughs> he's that's that's like holy shit my guy jesus so uh, yeah. here's the thing i think we need dudes that are independent enough that they can say the wild thing that's not one i would particularly stand next to no <laughs> but, stand very far from that one but the the thing is being on his program is still a boon to many people's careers and more than that, most honest people admit that he's a brilliant broadcaster and that being in the room with him, there people talk about it in a way that they don't talk about Stern anymore. Like nobody talks about going on Stern and it being like like feeling like you were in the presence of a of like a great broadcaster, you know? And yeah, well, Stern is like there's there's no way to cut that one where it's like it's very evident. There's there's no way to to slice it. He's a dude who was counterculture, who is now he, he's squarely establishment simp. In, in like the saddest way possible, honestly. Like, yeah, I, it's weird that I should be thinking about Howard Stern when I'm on the toilet. But I did this the other day, and like, I was like, yeah, that's like pretty remarkable that all that money didn't free him. It just made him more apt to seek the approval. Whereas, like, people can say what they want about Joe Rogan. But getting that money doesn't seem to have made it so he's trying to uh, uh, insulate himself into into the establishment at all. You know, like it seems like he's still walking his own course, which is admirable. Versus Stern, who is just looks like a cloying, simpering moron. Like I mean, people look down on you, and you're like, you're you're trying to buy your way into respectability. And it's just embarrassing. Like, get the fuck out of here. Live a nice life. <laughs> well, it's it's strange, right? I mean, that there's undeniable. I think it's undeniable. There's a generational thing, and there's also like a sort of coastal thing going on with him. I mean, he's always been for years. He's always been like a Hillary Clinton supporter. He's always like, and 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 you know, there was even a time where a guy like Bill Clinton was seen as sort of the counterculture to the political establishment. So it's like. I think it's pure. He's a guy who was of his time and those sort of notions maybe became establishment notions. Right. And now the counterculture is sort of, it's different, but, but I, you know, so I think he's like being true to himself in like a weird way. Like I, you know what I mean? Like I think he's being the guy who, but, but I, I, I don't know. I think the age thing, when there's something about it, like when dudes get old, they just, they just kind of bitch out a little bit. And like you know, it, him and Albini, I, I really wish would kill themselves. <laughs> yeah. Like no exaggeration. Like uh, for anybody that wants to clip that and like use it against me later, go ahead. Like uh, it, it, I, it's not like a mental health thing. Like, but, but it's just like, a, it's a phenomenon. Like uh, people who are a certain way in their younger years, by the time they hit like 60, they just kind of like. They just have an overwhelming chillness. Like, look at a guy. Look at like Mike Tyson. You know, like there, there's a guy who was in in his prime. He was like a fucking like a rabid animal. Like he, and now you know, years later, like you know, once once that age hits, is it the low T? Like it's I don't know what it tea, is. Man. My my dad would always say it about you know my grandfather. He was like a fucking hard ass. He was an army guy. He was in World War Two, and then you know my dad said when he got older and like you know the dude has grandkids. Like he just softened up. He became like a fucking softy. It just happens when you get old. Yeah. You know, I want to be difficult until I'm dead. We got to get on that fucking T man. We got to get on that I'm fucking eugenics. I, I we got to start cycling. That. It's um, the only, it's the only path forward. Do you remember Israel? Oh yeah. Oh yes. That Is was anybody big. else. 
I haven't seen anyone talk about it in a minute. Nope. <laughs> it was uh, it was all anyone talked about for about a, a month, month and a half. That was that was May eleventh. So uh, you have to imagine that we heard about it every single day. Uh, in, in the stories of people that otherwise pay no attention to politics and don't understand anything about policy, uh, from May eleventh until yeah, probably. What would you say? End of uh, June? Uh, it was nonstop Israel. And it was now, a lot of that. Now Israel's sleeping, huh? Yeah, nobody, no, nobody knows anything about it. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember, because I think it was around that time period, right? Like, I think as we were coming out of the, the Israel stuff and then uh, there was that, there was that like two to three weeks where it felt like that scene in the third matrix movie when they come out of the clouds and they see the sun and the moon and they, they got rid of the mask mandates and, oh, right. and the vaccine numbers were chilling. Like it was that moment where there was a high level of vaccination and, but before the Delta hysteria and, and the, 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 the masks went away and it was like, Oh, I remember I had, I had off from work and I was like, Yo, it feels normal. I'm walking around. I can see people smiling. Remember that? Uh, oh, it was a good. It was a good three weeks. And then what? <laughs> and then back to the shitter. So, uh, COVID nineteen uh, in June. Uh, number of vaccinations administered worldwide exceeds three billion. Wow. That's like almost fucking like half the planet. Half the planet is now uh, a servant of Bill Gates. (laughs) He made a killing. Uh, When we die, we have to serve him in the afterlife. Yeah, that's true. He is is Moloch. He's Moloch and he's the Zodiac killer. Yeah, he's Moloch incarnate. Uh, Let's see. Mm. When he was born in 1960. Let's say two. Uh, do we think that 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 they, as soon as the baby was delivered, the doctor said, "And here he is, born unto us, the Antichrist." Given <laughs> <laughs> he will, so we will one day inoculate the world with the number of the beast. Uh, July, uh, Cubans. It says here, most of them young. Uh, protest the fact that uh, they don't have medicine or food. Uh, <laughs> and, oh, wow. I f- this is one I truly forgot. Well, this has to be memory hold in our circles because you can't dig too deep on Cuba because if you if you get past the, but wait, we blame the United States uh, for the embargo, <clears throat> which I've said a million times is is cruel, they're not Cuba is is allowed to trade with every place else on the planet just so just so we're clear yeah <laughs> they they the country doesn't not work because of the United States it doesn't not work for the reasons that many places in the world don't work it also happens to be a communist country maybe there's a connection maybe there isn't there's plenty of places that aren't communists that are failures of countries. Sure. But if you look at it too closely, you have to you have to answer questions. And our crowd does not want to because the people in like roughly our sphere 
want to at least have like a rosy vision of communism, even if they don't want it for themselves. So we never really talk about Cuba in a, in a meaningful way. It's always America did something to them. And it's like, okay, uh, yeah, I, I'm actually on your side on that. Who else did? <laughs> because certainly they're, they're, the that embargo doesn't extend to nations that the United States has no control over, which is many, many, many. <laughs> so uh, Cuba could, uh, in fact, uh, but the, the, here's the thing. It's an island nation. I think of limited resources, actually. So it's not like, a, I mean, it's very small place. <clears throat> so it's not like a, it can even, it has nothing to leverage. And typically, if you're a country with nothing to leverage, you either have to become some type of semi-legal uh, like banking refuge, or uh, you become a place that is, its export is its own human beings who then become, uh, who then send money home. And that's, that's what your economy relies on. And, you know, <laughs> I mean, if you don't want to do it, it's fine. I like whatever it's uh, the Cubans lives are their own lives. Not me, but we never talk about it in an honest way. Well, it's, it's interesting, right? Because it's like the, 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 w- the refrain that I hear is that, uh, you know, when, I, whenever, when the evidence shows that a communist nation was either a, a brutal, horrible place to live or whether it, it ultimately failed, you know, the, the common refrain that I hear is that, well, that's that wasn't a true implementation of the Marxist Leninist. Well, not Leninist, I guess that was probably a true implementation, but that's not the true implementation of the Karl Marx vision of what communism is. And I think that's fair. I think that's a fair thing to say. I don't think it goes right by the book, but the larger point is that you know communism capitalism whatever what feudalism whatever it is things always seem to organize themselves in a way where the people who uh where the the people with the power in their hands greatly benefit themselves and the rest of the people get fucking stepped on right oh yes so uh you know are the are, are the tankies or the commies right in the sense that these are not representations of what their vision of communism is maybe but but they're also their vision of communism is like this weird utopian like farce uh yes the one where uh you tweet that uh the cdc rolled back it's uh it's uh, and quarantine, it's not, it's not, I'm not using the right word. What, what did they just roll back? They rolled back the, they the, rolled time. Back the, the, the quarantine. The, yeah. They rolled back the, the, uh, you know, how long you're supposed to sequester Self-isolate for isolate and all yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, people are like, because of capitalism. And it's like, if you think that a communist nation has ever existed, that wouldn't have sent you back to work without a, with a missing limb from the prior days, uh, industrial accident. You're out of your fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not because of capitalism that you have to go to work, I assure you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could say whatever you want about capitalism, like, oh, that's why there's a, a rich poor divide, blah, blah, blah. And listen, a lot of criticisms, but you having to go to work <laughs> is, is not the fault of capitalism. I promise you. Well, I mean, <sighs> it, it, I mean, it kind of is, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, they, they, you know, the the rate in which this is infecting people, you know, the, the people need, we need, we need people going to work, 
I mean, that's that's yeah, but there's but, no- but 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 uh, but also, yeah. I mean, it's self-evident that Omicron is quite milder, so I don't really see the problem with shortening the 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 isolation time. But that's neither here nor there. The fact is that in a in a communist state, you would also be sent back to work. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's it's yes. not has zero to do. You could say it has to do with human greed. You could say it has to do with the the. Uh, need uh, uh, to continue to pull capital from labor, but yes. in communism you pull capital from labor. It's just for it's it's just distributed differently. So like the the notion that you that work exists, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like just so stupid. Well, the the concern is that they they're going against which has been their rhetoric that you know that you need a certain amount of time to. Uh, to to recover from the illness and and to prevent spreading it right and i i you know it's weird that they were ta- the cdc was taken in good faith by a lot of people for so long and now suddenly it's in bad faith yeah oh when yeah right when 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 they were telling me something i liked yeah uh, they were a credible organization right and now but but i mean but it i i mean this is this is a rare instance where I think this is cynicism on everyone else's part. And we're, I don't know, maybe I'm, it's not that I'm assuming good faith in the CDC. I'm just acknowledging the reality that the Omicron variant is very evidently more mild. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, so a shorter time to deal with it makes logically follows, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what to tell people anymore. Because capitalism. Yeah, yeah, because capitalism anyway. Uh, so, what else uh, we got? We're up through July, and uh, a couple months ago, SpaceX went to space, and in July, Blue Origin, which is Bezos things go to space. I refuse to talk about this. <laughs> I, think, I think this is like profoundly boring, and space is boring enough to me to begin with, and then you enter the resentment that people have for these billionaires, and it's just like this absolutely goofy nonsense that I don't care about. They sent, um, they sent, they sent fucking Captain Kirk, and he like diarrheaed his pants up there. Uh, it, <laughs> something like that. I did not pay attention to that at all. Uh, I did not know also that the the oil tanker called Asphalt Princess was hijacked off the coast of uh, the UAE. Uh, in August, I, Whoa, I didn't know Princess is a wild name. That's a crazy name. And I hope it gets a fucking like Mark Wahlberg, uh, uh, Michael Bay yes. feature soon. You know, uh, that that's the world needs. They were, uh, the hijackers were backed by Iran. Uh, so that's a problem. Uh, yeah, it sounds like a problem. Let's see. We got climate change. Remember Greta Thunberg? Remember her? Blah 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 blah. She was out this year. I didn't really see. I didn't. She didn't really pop this year. No, no, no. I'm not seeing anything about her yet. Uh, it just that the intergovernmental panel on climate change, blah blah blah. Blah um, blah blah. One zero point one percent of OnlyFans. Blah blah blah. <laughs> uh, let's see. The I have. I have. Uh, well. Again, these are things that we don't have to spend too much time on, but just the whole embarrassing fiasco of the Joe Rogan Ivermectin scandal. Oh shit. God. That's I, up I'm, there in, in 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 like top cringes of the year. Top cringes, top psyops. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's the top psyop of the year. Okay, that, that wins top psyop. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> uh, so a in August we had a uh uh earthquake in Haiti that killed two thousand people. 
uh, we had an airstrike uh, on uh, <clears throat> the. Oh, we must have left Afghanistan at this point, right? Oh yeah, that was all. Yeah, that was August. Why am I not seeing that on the list? <laughs> Where was the list from? The list is from Wikipedia. Where? Why is that? Wow. Why is that not on the list? Feels. <laughs> Feels maybe one of the most relevant things that happens. I'm having a problem here. Um, this is interesting. So, th- I mean, well, listen, I think that was treated as that got its media time. It was memory hold pretty quickly. But at the moment, it was getting a lot of uh, coverage and press. And it, it was the it was the moment of the moment. So, yeah, but, but what's interesting is that everybody's like, oh, my God, Biden's over already. And it's like, yo, no, 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 no. You can just rely on people to forget. Nobody gives a shit about Afghanistan. No one, you, no one wanted to hear about it. They were like, "We're out." Sounds good. Yep. Oh, we. It's the same people in power who were twenty years ago that we were fighting. Uh, that's not great, but okay. Oh wait, everyone's starving, and now they live under a theocratic regime. And well, you know what? Every yeah, yeah, yeah. we were there long enough. It's tough out here for all of us. You know what? <laughs> what are you going to do? Let's see if we we had Russia try thirty years ago. Then it was us. Let's see what China's got. Uh, maybe they, maybe China can figure out the puzzle of Afghanistan. We're getting closer to see, we got to do, let's try next episode. Somebody has got to put together the cringe of the year and we got to go through it. I'm sure what that a, that list exists. What about, here's a, here's a potential cringe of the year candidate. Uh, the Colbert, uh, vaccine mega ritual. Yeah. I mean, honestly, nothing in my view, so far as I can tell, nothing in the news happened between September and now. So let's end on that. (laughs) (laughs) I think that that's honestly, (laughs) that was the moment of the year. Yeah, it might've been because it kind of perfectly summed up a lot of things. This like weird worship of like establishment and like pharmaceutical companies and like these, uh, it, it solidified a lot of cynical things that people have said, and I didn't want to believe for a long time, but like, it's just so evidently true now that it's like these, there's these certain vehicles that are the, that, that are, they, they, they carry the, they carry water for the establishment. They, and, and they, they put on these little, what can only be described as humiliation mega rituals for their, for the gilded class. And I mean, we could, I, I don't know, relevant to this, just the whole vaccine as a, as a thing that exists in the world where it started in the beginning of the year and how it's evolved to where we're at now to like, yeah, it doesn't kill you. It started at you will. And, and I love the, the, the compilation videos of like, the infection stops with the vaccinated person. They cannot spread yep. it. Yo, I and, love that because it's so evidently not true. And it just continues this thing that I thought that maybe we'd reckon with when, when after the 2020 election, but it just continues this thing of, Hey, everybody, you know, we can just admit that we were wrong about what the vaccine would do for us, but still acknowledge that it's also good and will prevent you from seeing a hospital bed and that it's still worth it. No, no, no. We have to defend we have to like take umbrage that people are pointing out that this was promised to us in a certain way and did squarely, obviously did not. I got the booster shot two weeks before I got COVID. It was not what it was sold to me as. I thought that I was a stupid person because somebody corrected me recently when I was like, yeah, they told us it wouldn't spread. And I was corrected. Somebody said, no, no, no. They never said that. Uh, And I said, oh, maybe I'm stupid. Yeah. Yeah. And then the the supercuts 
yep. came out <laughs> of multiple uh, uh, mainstream media outlets saying it, uh, Joe Biden saying it in no uncertain terms, actually. That's the yeah. one that I think people should really hang something on, is he said, plain English, if you get the vaccine, the, the virus cannot spread and will stop. That's what? <laughs> and then, of course, the one you sent me the other day uh, of Maddow. Maddow one is pretty egregious. She was all in. Holy fuck. She was all her chips were in. I mean, this is the thing, man. Like, look, I'm not I'm not one like. I, I, I can't say what the reality is. Like, did they know that they were lying? Did they know that that wasn't true? Or was that the information that was given to them at the time and that proved itself false? Like, that's kind of where I lean. But the fact that we're not reckoning with it, the fact that people, as we said at the top of the episode, and maybe this is a good way to round everything out, people are still not going home for Christmas despite, no doubt, those people that were that are afraid to gather for the holidays, there's no doubt in my mind that you got all your shots. And, and there's this weird sort of double think of like, you have to get vaccinated to protect everyone, but also I can't go... To, to Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, because I'll die. Because <laughs> I'll die and I'll kill everyone around me who also is all vaccinated. So it's like this weird, like, you have to get the thing, but I also don't believe in the thing based on my behavior. Yeah. It's so weird. Yes. Anyway, maybe we'll end on this. Maybe this is the epilogue. What what do we what do we think is in store for us in the in the coming year? Uh, blessed and highly favored. Uh you mean you and I or the world? Um I don't know. I have no, I don't know how you feel. I mean, I know you have plans. You do some touring. You're checking out Australia. You're going to see your girl. I'm happy for you. Uh, I don't know where the fuck my life is headed. I don't know either. <laughs> you're, you're in a, you're in a, in a homeless tent in a parking garage. Yeah, it's true. Um, which by the way, what is going on with the apartment? Cause I'm getting the text every day that like, Hey, uh, there's no hot water <laughs> and it seems that there's, there's flooding in the third floor, <laughs> like all this crazy shit. What is that? Uh, so the rain in Los Angeles, which has been going on for like three weeks now, uh, I, I guess our building is extremely, uh, susceptible to rainwater. Um, it is <laughs> destroyed like people's entire apartments and like has, uh, has has destroyed the water heater which has gone out like four times in the last mm. month or so what? uh and also uh they and oh 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 by the way they're they're, they're they raised everyone's rent in the building a hundred dollars so that's like objectionable when somebody should text back and say uh i'm not paying rent until the the roof works yeah i mean i could i could do that i mean i think evan and i are gonna look for a new spot but like uh that's not a bad idea. I mean, I might tell them to like seriously suck a dick. Like, just like, be like, just be like, Hey, I get three texts a day saying that the electricity or water in the building doesn't work <laughs> or Hey, I can't shower for four hours today. Yeah. I, I'll say, listen, I'll give you an extra hundred dollars. I want to watch you take a shower with ice cold water. <laughs> That's what that costs. I want to watch you step into a shower with, with, Ice cold water, not lukewarm, not like kind of cold ice, like glacial fucking cold bullshit. Yeah. That, that building has got to be condemned. There's it's, it's, it's over. It's, it's, it's a wrap for, uh, that particular address. 
2022, I expect more cringe. I expect more uh, weird lack of self-awareness. I expect more, just more of the same. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe Brian has been con- predicting, our friend Brian has been predicting for a while that he thinks the two-year mark of COVID will be like squarely the end. I think after this Omicron thing, maybe we'll squarely be done with it. Maybe. I would hope. You got to hope. Yeah. Fucking say, whatever. Go- say goodbye to the people. They don't get an overtime this time because it's New Year's and there's no chance that they're going to listen to this and that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's so, true. What right, everybody, you know what it is. Happy fucking New Year. Uh, continue uh, patronizing us. You were right at the beginning. We have to f- kind of figure out how to like – we should do live streams but ones that are actually – monetized rather than on Instagram. Uh, p- Patreon.com slash worst possible timeline. You go there, you give us some money. There's tons of bonus episodes at WP timeline on Twitter. You go there, you can yell at us uh, 205-509-9785. Give us a call, leave a message. We're going to figure out how to like get the, f- I've been saying this for like a fucking year. We're going to figure out how to like dial in the phone onto our soundboard so people can call in live. I've wanted to do that for a minute. Um, Worst possible timeline at gmail.com. Go there. And uh, you know what it is, man. Kick it off in 2022. Get get a dick suck. Uh, open, uh, invest money in some things. Play, play, play around. See if you can let, see if you can level up your goal for the year to should be to level Just up to level up, man. You got to level up. It is now 2024, and the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts, or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts?